Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are here with another playing the field. We took a week off last week. Uh, I'm not sure why, actually. We just, just yeah, kind of happened that way. Yeah, just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah, we just kind of took a week off, but we should have said we were doing homework or something. Yeah, we probably could should have come up with a better excuse, but we are here. We also have Jack Brady back in the studio. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Current guest. Yes, I know. This is what three of the last four. He's, he's the fans he's love him. The fans, the fans, the fans love him. The fans love him. What can I say? Fans have spoken. You know, have they? <laughs> <laughs> All twenty of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, so. All right. So there's since we took a week off. There's gonna be like more things we can talk about in terms of like football. We wanted to talk about the UFC event that happened last week too, right? Yes, just because. Just brush over it. I yeah. I don't usually have takes on these and now I've watched them and I kind of was intrigued yeah, so I've now been, I've been trying to get Andrew to watch more and he, he's he's been enthusiastic yeah I, I, I definitely been, like that fight been, night yeah, like yeah. that was very interesting to me there was a lot of good fights there were no it was a great so fight. what were the what were the guys it was um there was well the main main event was Blahovic Adesanya which was yeah and that was that was a good fight that's a great fight um then it was, it was the Nunez, Nunez who and just Megan wiped Anderson. the floor. Yeah, Megan yeah. Anderson got worked. I was not expecting her to just get absolutely yeah, clearly, demolished yeah. on the feet we'll like that. What you did, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Okay, yeah. Um, and then we had Jan versus Sterling, or yeah, Jan versus Sterling, and that was uh, that was the super illegal dramatic knee. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah where there was super illegal knee. So yeah, it was Jan that had the game. He basically, I mean, he basically, he had, basically had control. Of the, the judges fight. had it surprisingly close, but a people, yeah, people apparently were saying it was that... going to go to like a, a do or die fifth round for both guys. Like they were like tied up. But the momentum was seriously. Oh yeah, like the thing is, Jan had taken control of the entire fight. Like, and people were saying that he had dominated, that he could have gotten like. Yeah, he honestly, it could have gone. Yeah, it could have gone. Like the only reason I said yeah, ten eight is because oh, no, um, yeah, it was, it that's was how good. that's how what's his name won Mahovic. Oh yeah, no, he got it. He did get a ten round, yeah. Yeah, two. I'm pretty sure because he dominated the last two in the. Oh, oh. On the ground. So, what he what he did prior was basically. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, um, besides that, this whole this card was honestly insane, just in itself. Like we watched the whole undercard too. Like. Yeah, me not as much. I mean, <laughs> I I wasn't watching that like the other stuff. I don't know how those fights were. Yeah, no, but the prelims were pretty great. Were they? Yeah, there was a, I mean, like, I they were decisions. There were a lot of decisions, but like, I liked seeing Dominic Cruz fight again. I haven't seen him fight in a while. Um, Joseph Benavidez kind of losing. I think he should retire because he looked super old. Yeah, there's, there's a lot the, of. You them. remember there was that one fight? I was like, he just just stopped. How old is he? <sighs> He's getting on like forty, I want to say, like, and he. What do you think is the best retirement age? Late thirties, like thirty-seven, Honestly, yeah. like thirty-seven. Because yeah. then there's just like a point where like you're just you're kinda... not you're not as fast as some like the young guys in the sport. Yeah, and like a lot of these guys now are starting like MMA or like training in in uh, martial art like when they're a kid, and so it's like. Once you get to like that point where you're starting to slow down, you, you real and your head is definitely like feeling feeling the damage of an entire. And it's career. different from other sports. Like in tennis, when you're older, 
you become better like at placing the ball. So like you also become smarter and, and like there are things that you can do basically to make them work and kind of adjust the strategy. Don't have to rely so much on athleticism. Exactly. In UFC it's pretty much just there is a lot of athleticism. Raw back power athleticism. Maybe like when the UFC started there was more like if you could out strategize your opponent, like you would you would have an upper hand, so like maybe older guys would be holding belts. Like Randy Couture was a guy that held a belt when he was like forty or some something. Like the heavyweight wow. belt. Yeah, it was insane. But like he was also just able to like wrestle people and like they couldn't do anything. <laughs> and I mean like now yes, there's still strategy. Like there's immense strategy still, but like I don't think that like people are surprised by certain mix or other martial arts coming in. Like yeah. everybody knows like boxing and kickboxing and maybe some Muay Thai and then to grapple, everybody knows wrestling and jujitsu. Like there's no like lacking part in anyone's game anymore, I feel like. So now it's like different strategy mm. in that sense. Um just just what grappling is um There's so many forms of grappling. Okay. What when you're on the ground, is it just called ground game? Like, what is... There's, like... What was Mar- Mariotich doing to Adesanya? Oh, he, he just wrestled him. He like, just wrestled, wrestled him. Because, like, in wrestling, so, there's, like, a lot of takedowns. You control, like... That's why, like, wrestling is very important in MMA, because it's, like, controlling where the fight goes. Yeah. And, like, once you're on the ground, you can use jujitsu to submit someone. Or, like, I don't know, you can use wrestling to get up. You can... It's, 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 it's there's interesting. A lot, there's yeah. a lot that you, goes you into mix it. mix in both. And, like, obviously, I'm I'm not even talking about how much it actually is. Like, I'm very speaking very basically mm. about, like, how it actually is, you know? So, I just... My question is, do you think Adesanya can win that title I don't, while, the thing is, while is he's like, there? Because... The thing is, is Blahovich Like, they come into the, the weigh-in, right? Yeah. And then they're both 205. Adesanya is like Looking two pounds, pounds. Yeah. two pounds lighter, three pounds lighter. But whatever. their structure is very different. But their body types are exactly. very, very different. So like basically, Adesanya is coming into that fight He's at like two oh three still. Right. Tall, quick Lahovich, feet. after that weigh in, mm-hmm. his his body balloons up maybe to like two twenty or something, mm-hmm. two thirty. So his he's actually weighs way more than Adesanya does on fight night. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't Adesanya, but his body just doesn't. Isn't he he said able. he didn't want to do that, and that so like John Jones is moving to heavyweight. Yeah, and he's taken like a year and a half because he's naturally just putting on a bunch of muscle to yeah. build a heavyweight frame. Yeah, so I just I because it didn't seem to me like there was any hope for Adesanya. No, when it went to the ground, when I was like, wow, ground, okay, so, this is bad. Like, yeah, it, it's it, over every time it goes to the ground. Like, and I mean, yeah. Not everyone can go to different classes and be great. You know? Exactly. Sometimes you just got to stay where you are. And, yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't think that this is the last time we'll see Izzy try and move weight classes. Cause you, yeah, I think I think he can do it again. And his coach came out and said that Izzy has like a plan to be a three-division champ. So 
He's not whether, done. Whether he can or can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm saying not that gonna, he can't. Yeah, no, but like. Do it. I'm just saying it is difficult, though. In that moment, that, he was not. That would be ready, yeah. incredibly difficult. And plus, that was. Yeah, he had just fought someone before that. He had just won a title before that, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was really interesting. Just just thought I'd. Yeah. You know, touch on that a little bit. Uh, just so we all know, we're, we're watching the Oklahoma State Texas game, right? Yes. In the Big 12 tournament. Big 12 championship. Big 12 championship. Yeah, yeah. So, I am not as well-versed as Jack is on no, the... me neither. Me, yeah, him neither. On the college basketball front. I have been getting a little bit into the Big East. And I was I was looking like, to what happened, what happened with Duke and COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. Which sucks. Going to be really interesting. Um, because... The tournament is gonna it's gonna be interesting with that. I I'm interested to see how they handle it because, you know, it is unfortunate, but obviously it was the right decision. I mean, you can't just pause the ACC tournament if you got a COVID test. Like you can't play. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just the way it goes. And apparently the situation where. And and what's interesting is you know is like, so you know right now it's it's okay because Duke and Virginia and who was the other team that tested positive. I can't remember, but another team tested positive. There were three that well, tested Saint positive. Had, had one, right? But the, but weren't able to play. Like, they had the same yeah, thing with Duke. Um, and, you know, it's fine now because they can retest. The, the tournament, March Madness, won't start until Thursday. So they have time. They can, they can you know, figure out whatever Who's it is they need Who's to do, and, and then they can go from there. But once you hit March Madness where the entire tournament is being played in the state of Indiana, and, you know... If you get, I, I'm a little concerned. If you get a bracket where the four, five, and six seeded teams all of a sudden are like, "Yeah, we can't play because <laughs> we have COVID," and you just get upsets because games weren't played, it's gonna be really weird. For forfeits, yeah. It's gonna be really brackets weird. Brackets could be even crazier than usual. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I, regardless, do you think don't care that head. because brackets are crazier than usual that there'd be a higher payouts for brackets this year? Maybe, but I mean, I don't know. Both of you have your laptops. You can look it up. The The odds of getting a perfect bracket, like the things that are more possible than getting a perfect bracket, like Elvis being alive yeah. and like getting struck oh, yeah. by so then, yeah, like, getting struck by lightning. It probably doesn't even matter then at like, that yeah, point. Yeah, like, like it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. Like no, yeah, no. The, fact, the perfect bracket thing is just absolutely absurd. I mean, that's why Warren Buffett was able to be like that one year. He was like, I will give you a billion dollars if you get a perfect bracket. Obviously, he knew no one was going to and he was going to make a bunch of money because everybody was going to enter his contest. <laughs> It's a no-brainer. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Wait, is nobody... No, no never. Really? No one's ever gotten a perfect bracket. Look up the odds. It's like a quint... And, and the best person was, like, out second round. The best person best, had, the, had a perfect the, the, round of the 64. Most, the most, I think, is he got all the way to the Sweet 16, and then he got, like, six of the first eight Sweet 16 games. Is that correct? Right? Yeah. <laughs> correct. And then he got the seventh one wrong. So that's as far as somebody's gotten. Wow. Like, okay, recorded. that's farther than I thought. Recorded. Yeah, but, like, that's the amazing thing, is, like, that is so far. And still, 
he would have had Elite Eight Final Four Championship, yeah. and he has to get all those. Wrong. Like it's just. It's also just something that you so can just. Apparently, like, it's one in nine point two quintillion. That's the odds. That get a perfect bracket. What? <laughs> no way. Yeah, like it's physical. If, you, if, you, want, if you want a reference, if you want a reference, if you want a reference, a quintillion is one billion billion. That dude, I'm telling you, it's not possible. A no one's a gonna billion. do it. Like I like maybe at some point, but like. Dude, no one's gonna do it. It's just one of those things that you just don't you have do. To accept that you're going to be wrong a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, but it's yeah. not. A, that's why it's not about that. It's almost like betting. The brackets know? are about you. It's important to get the people that win their bracket tournaments or their bracket challenges or whatever. They have the entire. They have like fourteen of the sixteen sweet sixteens, and then they get from the elite eight to the championship. Correct. That yeah. that usually equals. You have a good ch- you have a good chance of winning oh, okay. something. Okay. Um, so apparently, like, that's if everything's a fifty fifty matchup actually, and if it's like you have you know what you're doing kind of deal, like you factor. Oh, so the odds actually you get worse. In basketball knowledge. It's just <laughs> oh, they 2. get worse. Point one five billion. But oh, that but okay. that also it's still impossible. It's still impossible, and not only is it impossible, but. You have to reference. have. I'm pretty sure that's like if you have like perfect basketball and yeah, tournament but, knowledge. But you got you got you got to think about this. This is what's amazing. I I joke about this all the time. My girlfriend, I have her do a bracket every year, just because it's fun, right? Like, and then she gets into it, and then I get to watch more March Madness, which is a huge win for me. So it's it's just great all around. There we go. For we have been dating for four years, four years and some change. Every year, her bracket has been better than mine. <laughs> Every single year, and it's imp- like. And she knows nothing. And she knows nothing. I like, remember she she won our our bracket. She freshman won year, our bracket she? thing freshman year. Yeah. And she like you know just goes through it and she's like well, she understands the numbers that at least like in the terms of like the seeding like she understands that that the one seeds are the best Fav- teams heavy favorites yeah heavy favorites and she gets all that. Um. But in terms of like, you know, she'll be like, well, I, I like, you know, I, Oklahoma State, I, I, I like Cowboys. Are there any teams with dogs? Oh, Gonzaga? I like Gonzaga. Like, it's just like, <laughs> but, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and you did uh, better than me. And I, because I picked off of my supposed basketball knowledge and it did me nothing. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so even with the perfect basketball sense like the guy who got the all the way to the sweet 16 and then some change Mm -hmm. they interviewed him and he was like yeah i you know we just sort of do it every year and i just sort of picked i did it in like six minutes you know and you're just like you're watching there and you're like i spent like 25 minutes on my bracket every year you know like analyzing things i'm like okay so doesn't matter you know i know um but i'm so excited I mean, I was so bummed last year when they canceled the tournament. It was the right thing to do, obviously. Um, but I'm very excited that it's back because March Madness is one of my favorite times of year. That's, I mean, it's incredibly exciting. I mean, it's already kind of been crazy so far with just some of the tournaments that we've seen. Oh, yeah. No, that's why they say this is March. In March, anything is possible. It's anything amazing. is possible. It's, well, and, and anything. Just like looking at our Big East bracket for a minute. I mean, yeah, the Georgetown. entire, yeah, every... First round game was upset. Well, yeah, the, inter- the, yeah. the interesting thing and then about Creighton held and um, UConn. 
UConn held, and then that was it. That yeah. was literally it. Well, and that you know the interesting thing is uh, the the other reason where I feel like the why the bracket is so difficult is you know you what I try and do every year is I try I try and pick based on my my knowledge of the conference right, and the problem with that is I, like in my personal opinion the Big East conference is not very good this year. It's very competitive within itself. Like all of the besides DePaul, who I can't really say that they went and beat Providence, so I'm not going to say that. All of the 12 teams in the Big East, 11, are very competitive with each other. But I think once you put them in the March, once they play teams from the Big 12, and once they play teams from the ACC, ACC and once they play teams from the uh, which is the one I'm forgetting. Regardless, I think they're going to struggle. But, I, like, I do that every year, and some years I get it right, and some years I get it wrong. Some years I completely, like uh, the year where Miles Powell was a senior, the guy who went to Seton Hall. Yep, yep. I, know Miles I thought Seton Hall was awesome. And then they lost to Wolford in the first round, and I was like, oh, okay. You know? <laughs> so, like, but but I had assumed that the Big East was better than it was. Me too. I made that assumption this year. Yeah. yeah I, and, thought, I thought, I thought, I was going to text you, I was like, St. John's is the four seed. They should be a lock, you know? Yeah, no. No. And, so and no, might not even be... They're not a lock. They're not, no. right? They'd have to do some more damage. Like, if they lose to Georgetown... They did. Georgetown won. Oh. That, that's in the Big that, East That game's already happened. It's already happened. That happened yesterday. The the conference tournaments are day by day. So... So, at the Big Seton East Hall's final... Done. The Big East final is Georgetown versus Creighton. And, you know, one, one of the other interesting things... That, again, why I love... March Madness and the bubble and all that is so Georgetown is not a tournament team, right? Yeah. Regardless, um, but if you win your conference tournament, you get an automatic bid. bid. Yeah. But what that means is is that teams on the bubble, like Seton Hall, like uh, Xavier, like St. John, yeah, we're, we're out. St. John's is out for sure. But the teams on the bubble, when all of a sudden teams that you weren't ready for get an automatic bid bid such as hypothetically georgetown mm-hmm. that takes a team off the bubble because now there's that spot right, isn't there right. anymore so it's just a, and then you don't i just love it man it's so it's so entertaining and you just get to, you know college basketball is just so you never know what's going to happen you know i you know in, in the nba like we have a pretty good idea who's going to be in the we might get it wrong the heat might make the finals you know we might get it wrong <laughs> But a lot of times you're like, I, I have a pretty decent idea who's going to be the Final Four. And you're never going to be way off. And in there. college, no idea. No no clue. Like, I personally think Gonzaga is the best team in college basketball this year. They're undefeated. A, a lot of people do, yeah. They're undefeated. They're unbelievable. Jalen Suggs. That was the other of the top five ah, prospects. Yeah. Jalen Suggs is a, just a phenomenal athlete. He was the number one football player in high school in Minnesota and the number one basketball player. And he and Ohio State offered him to play both sports. And wow. he said no and went to <laughs> went to Gonzaga. Wow. So But obviously I don't want to I don't want to get too much into it, but yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked. So what what three teams do you think are best equipped to go the distance? Gonzaga, um, you think one? Um hmm. I think the three best teams to go to well, two, one and two are Gonzaga, in my opinion, are Gonzaga and Baylor. Baylor brought everybody back from last year. They're just 
they shoot like they're shooting like 41% from 3 as a team, which is just mind-boggling. Um and they play very good defense and they're just overall they're a very good team. But they they are one of those teams where like if they go cold, they're going to struggle. But I think they're probably the second best team in the country. And then from there, I don't know. I would say Illinois, um Kofi Coburn and Io Demunsu, I want to say is how it's pronounced. I'm not 100% sure. Those two guys are studs. Um, and Illinois is a great team. And, and they're they're on a roll right now, which is huge. Getting hot at the right time. Getting hot at the right big. time is really big in March Madness. And they are hot at the right time right now. Um, so I would say those would be and my three. And then my other question is, do you have a dark horse? The team that people are sleeping on that you think might? Um, do you too, Ricky? I, I <laughs> North Carolina is finding its form. They really struggle at the beginning of the year, and now they might not—they might not make the tournament because it's going to depend on if they get a bid. But I think they will because they're North Carolina, and I like them. They—they're a team that they got the coach, they got the you know the swag. They—they're they, finding their form at the right time. I really like Texas, who we're watching play right now. Shaka Smart is awesome. He's the guy who led um, VCU to the Final Four uh, that one year, um, but. This is a weird year because there's been so many stoppages and so many like programs didn't play for two weeks and, um, and there's no like it seems like there's just a ton of stars spread out. Yeah, and, and like, Duke, there's no Duke and Kentucky God. aren't gonna yeah. make it, which is weird. Yeah. That never happens. Which both of them Duke yeah. has made the tournament, I think they were saying twenty six years or something in a row. And they're not gonna make it this year. Which is absurd. There's a theory floating around out there. That, losing his mind. that Coach K just was like, he knew he was going to lose. And, and so they got a COVID kid? Positive COVID test. Uh, like, we're done. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, the AD said they were done, so that's not the coach. But also, I love Coach K. I think he's awesome. But who really runs that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I think, I don't think that's true because, because Duke was playing well, for the really bit. Well. Yeah, and they were playing the, well. I watched some of the game against uh, Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, and they're playing yeah. well. So like, and they beat the crap out of Boston yeah. College. And yeah. if you and if you keep winning in that tournament, that tournament holds a lot of weight. So yeah. and you're Duke. Like people want you in the tournament. Right. You know, if you're if you're, I wouldn't be surprised if they got a bid. That would not shock me. Like if the if the committee was like, and eh, Duke, like that wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't people would be outraged. Oh my god. Yeah, but the amount of people that wouldn't be outraged. Yeah, the well, like, you know what I mean? So there is, there I don't know. Elitism going on. Oh yeah, the, the, the elites. But if I <laughs> did you watch the South? No, did I watch the what? The South Park. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> the elites. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but NCAA. if I had to go the last the, the, the last thing I'll touch on, if I had to go by conferences, I think the Big Twelve is very good. And, like, very competitive. The Big Ten, I think, is the best conference in college basketball. Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. I yeah, mean, they're Michigan. just... Purdue is ranked. I, they, they were... Purdue was a three-seed. They're... Like, what? Yeah, a couple... Two, with Carson ago? Edwards. Yeah. Oh, such a fun game. Carson Edwards was so... That game against Virginia, like, 40, and just was hitting from Steph range, and there were fans, and I, that was such a fun game to watch. But the Big Ten, I was looking at their tournament, and they're they're like, Michigan is ranked fourth in the country. Illinois is ranked third. Ohio State is ninth. Purdue is 20th. Michigan State is like 24th. Like, they're all right there. They're all yeah. right there. Um, weakest conferences if I had of like the big ones, if I had to pick, would be the Big East and the Pac-12. 
Big East is having a bad year this year. Yeah, it's just year. they're just weird. I you never know because Creighton is one of those teams where like they rely so much on the three ball, where if they if they get hot like that they can beat anybody. Yeah. But they can also go so cold and lose to Well, the anyone. thing with the Big East, too, which I like, I don't know the other conferences very well, but I assume that with the, the really good conferences where there's a really good chunk of great, great teams, there's also some horrible teams. Yeah, Iowa in the, State. Those conferences. <laughs> Iowa the Big State. East, it's like, other than DePaul. No, yeah, everybody's pretty good. Everyone competes. And you, you know? got UConn this year, who was added, which was big. Even DePaul won some games. Yeah, that yeah. Were like, wow. They beat us, which was our sort of our... If we won that game, we would have had a better chance. But Iowa State in the Big 12 went 2-22 uh, and 22 this year. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't beat anybody. That, that's what I mean. Like, there's yeah. there's that... Yeah. You know, the basically... The but, no, I'm excited. I never get it right, and... I don't still care. fun every and time. It's still fun every time. <laughs> still your favorite time of the year. It's my favorite time. Well, I mean March in general. What's you your get... goal? Is it just to get more than half? My goal is first? usually to get the final four correct, and the final correct, like from the final four to the final correct. Because if I if I can do that, then I feel like I understand. Even three of the four, I think. I feel like I understand who the best four teams are, and yep. then I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing a little, you know. But, um, I mean in March you get. You know, we can transition, but you get college basketball, March Madness. You get baseball, which, like, starts up right around the end of March. And then yeah. you also get yeah. the second half of the NBA. Yep. And you get NFL free agency. So you get, like, this span of just sports in March, which is so fun. That's true. Um, but I know you wanted to move to the NFL yeah, at I, some point. Yeah, I will move to the NFL. I, I, I will say, like, I, I obviously haven't gotten crazy into college basketball um, there's there's elements that I like about college basketball, and there's elements that I don't like about college basketball. The, One of the things that annoys me, just from watching games, is 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 the fouling. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely hate the one and one, like that a reach and foul puts them on the line yeah, for two yeah. free throws in, in the majority of big situations. Yeah, yeah. I would Where it's like that. if you touch someone, like for the last five minutes of most of these games, if you touch somebody, it's two free throws. Yeah, yeah. Which is... Yeah. I, 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 think I hate boring. that. Yeah, I really hate that, and it really drives a wedge. Yeah. But, I, I've but, always felt like the things that... The, the real thing that I like the most about college basketball for me, just as a basketball fan, is, you know... I love watching the NBA. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say I don't like. Yeah. I love watching the NBA, Effort level but they're NBA. so. But yeah, but they're also so good. <laughs> like guys, no, the NBA guys. Yeah. Like when you watch the Lakers play the Warriors, like no one misses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they do. And at the end of games, it gets very, very like okay. And the come playoff time, it's like okay, yeah. we're putting our front oh, around. Yeah. But the, the some of the games, it's just like. You're like, okay, no one misses anything, you know? And 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 they're also, because they're so good, the Lakers can really just run a pick and roll with LeBron and Anthony Davis the whole game. That's true. The, the, the Lakers... That's why they're kind of collapsing now. But Yeah, a yeah. little bit. But but in college, like you, like, you need an offense, and you need strategies, and you need... You can run a zone, and, and there's... I just... And they... There's so much more, like, just... 
different elements. You can yeah. press. Yeah, yeah, you can press. Yeah, can it's a lot of like stuff. there's very it's very strategic, which I very much enjoy. Not saying the NBA isn't strategic. I, I have never understood why the NBA doesn't dabble in more of that. You know, I I, well, I, think, I think it's because if you have a guy like Chris Paul, he can just single handedly beat a press. I think you know, I think some of it is. They, that's not what they need to worry about. They they are just at a higher level. Like Vogel is not focused on how are we gonna ma- be able to press to get the most amount of turnovers. He's worried <laughs> about in the last four minutes if the game is close. You know what what, what set plays do we want to yeah. have? Who do we want in the game? Who do we need to really focus on defensively? Like that. It's those things. You know, it's not the whole like. Okay, well they have two guys who are really good and the rest of the team is like college basketball players you know like that's not that's not how it works yeah but I, I've always just loved the it sounds weird but the, they miss <laughs> they look human a lot you know yeah yeah yeah. Um, they give, they give everyone hope yeah but, yeah a little bit yeah so even though yeah most of these that's definitely are... part of it for me um and and it's also just like it is so competitive. Like, there are so many games in the NBA where the Lakers go play the Thunder, and you're like, okay, well, that's a 20-point Lakers victory. Like, we, we know that. Yeah. And even if the Thunder win, it's like, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> like, any Big East game. Yeah, but every about. Big East game is important. Yeah. You can't yeah. lose to DePaul, because if you lose to DePaul, Your it's a quad four squashed. loss. Your yeah. chances are quad. Like, I, that aspect I really enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I just wish they would revamp their They w- And they will. At some point. Well, I don't know. The I, NCAA I is really I've never stingy. understood the NBA bonus, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I don't know yeah. how it works, but uh, I yeah. kind of like it. No, and, and a lot of college basketball is if you can get in the bonus quick, you, you, you're you in a you, good position. You're going to win, most likely. That's Yeah, that's why I thought St. John's was not going to win because they were oh, in well, foul we, trouble early. We yeah. didn't shoot well. We didn't. There was a bunch I, of things. I was amazed that it was even tied. I was amazed we went to overtime. Had a chance to actually win, blew my mind. Well, because they had are so bad. We didn't play very well. The well, whole because game. we beat them. That's what. Like when I, when we beat them, I was like, oh no. Because yeah yeah how yeah, yeah. are you gonna win it twice? You know like yeah it like back to back. You're gonna go <laughs> to Seton Hall or Seton Hall is gonna come to you, and their tournament hopes are on the line. Yeah. And, no, but and they're gonna get beat twice. It just doesn't happen. This know? is the thing that I'll say about St. John's this year. I didn't think we were gonna be as good as we were. A and B. If you would have said at the beginning of the college basketball season that St. John's was gonna be in a position where if they won, they might actually make the tournament, I'd be like, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, like you're crazy. Like right. they, we're not there yet. And yeah. and and the the Posh Alexander is one of my favorite players in all of college basketball. Because he just does every little thing right. that you love as a coach. He's a coach's coach. dream. He's yeah. a coach's dream. Yeah. He, he's an energizer bunny. He he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he he's really a college basketball player. Hands, so he, very yeah, yeah, he yeah. has moments where he he does the wrong thing. I mean, he, Mike Anderson. There were games this year. He played him for like thirty-eight of the forty <laughs> minutes because it was like, yeah, no, no one else really can bring the ball up. And I, he's a freshman. And he's and he's not a draft prospect yet, which it sounds which isn't good for him. But for St. John's program, the Julian <laughs> the Julian Champ, Champigny and the Posh Alexander combination is only going to get better. Yeah. Um. And we're and we're only losing one. I'm excited. I'm excited about the way we look because Mike Anderson, I could not stand Chris Mullen, just as a like 
as a basketball like I like I like to watch the game as like a as like if I was coaching, right? And Chris Mullen never made any defensive changes. He he basically just did the he Play said like this is pro. the plan. Yeah. And then this is it. He'd be like a pro coach. And so we would lose games where it was like, yeah, well, if you would have maybe been like, hey, they're zoning. So maybe not run a pick and roll because the zone <laughs> doesn't really. It sort of defeats the whole that. purpose yeah. of. I don't know. So when Mike Anderson was hired, I, I was see, stoked. I disagree. I, I, I wish they had just hired a Mike Anderson with Chris Mullen just because I think I, Chris Mullen had insane allure for yeah, recruiting. But, but he. But. Did he? I mean, you're right, but the thing about it is, is like, I mean, what did he have? Two the years? way that St. John succeeds in recruiting, right, is right now Villanova and um, Xavier, honestly, and well, a little bit of Xavier, but mostly Villanova. Villanova, Villanova takes a lot yeah. of those city kids, though. That you're like, oh, that he's from the Bronx, he's from Brooklyn, and he's very good, and he should. Maybe he'll want to stay in New York, right? I mean, St. John's is a, you get to play in Madison Square Garden. It's a pretty well known program. Like, it's not like we're nobody, you yeah, know? True. And we lose a lot of them to Villanova because Villanova just is better than yeah. us, right? Mike Anderson has done a great job, and you can see it. Champagne's from Brooklyn, Posh is from the Bronx. Like, those guys are, are from New York, and they wanted to play for a New York school. And that's the way that St. John's will get better. We're not going to get the Cade Cunninghams and we're not going to get the guys who are like I'm going to Duke that's not yeah. we're not that we're just not at that level we don't have that clout yeah that. and we're never going to be at that level that's yeah. fine yeah. but the way you succeed then is you win the local recruiting battle consistently so that when you get guys like Cade Cunningham you you almost throw in the towel yeah you kind of give up yeah right so that when you chasing the, exactly you don't waste your time with right the so when you get recruit. guys like Cade Cunningham like Oklahoma State did yeah he decided to stay home yeah because he liked the program right yeah and he dreamed of playing there that, and then you get a guy that stays and, and improves and, right. So then all of a sudden you're in a position where Oklahoma State is going to be like a two or three seed in the tournament because right. they finally put a team around a guy who's a draft-level prospect. It's like we were saying, guys. We gotta build, you got to build the culture. You know? you gotta Just build like build, the New York build Knicks at home. have been doing. The home team. Right? Absolutely. Your New York Knicks. Absolutely. Um, I, as we talk about the Knicks, maybe we use this to transition to the NBA a little bit. Yo, sir. I just, I just have a rant. Yeah, go. Because – we're going to talk about both our teams today just because the trade rumors around Jeremy Grant, not Jeremiah, Jeremy Jeremy Grant. Grant. It's still hard for me. I don't know why the spelling makes me want to say Jeremiah, but it does. Okay. Why are the Celtics interested in him? Why are these trade talks heating up? Apparently the Celtics have offered multiple first round picks for Jeremy Grant. I, I just don't understand it. We're going to bring in a 6'8 guy to who we can't, we can't, like, he's not going to accept the bench roll. He's going to want his touches. I don't get this. I don't get it at all. Like, I don't see what I mean, he does. I mean, who plays your four right now, Tatum? Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's actually Tatum's three, Jalen's two, and then we have Thompson and Tice, four, five. 
Oh, then why? See, yeah, I feel like I, I, feel I would like... much rather have Jeremy Grant at the four than Tice or. I understand where your frustration is because you're frustrated that why they're not going after a big. Another wing that's going to want. Well, he's more of a four, but yeah, yeah. he's more of a four. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He plays four for that. Yeah, he. Yeah. he he's, he's more. He's okay, more of a four. I really shoot. like him, but I I understand shoot. your frustration. So he'll play in the paint. Yeah, but he can shoot too. Okay. All right. Then maybe he's. But but but. Would you probably be better off getting a guy like Vucevic? Yeah. Yes. But that's the yeah, guy that we should be giving up. Vucevic is an all star, but Jeremy Grant's averaging twenty three points a game. No, no, Jeremy Grant is awesome. He's like all star caliber. He's also averaging twenty three points a game because he he's plays the for the Pistons. Yeah. I mean, Dennis uh, but Vucevic is on the Magic. I mean. Dennis Smith Jr. plays on that team. He didn't play on the Knicks. <laughs> like, like that team is is rolling out with people that you're like oh, okay <laughs> you know like i mean a little like same with the magic though like oh we're getting just... we're getting to that point in the nba season that's where we are right now like the today the knicks played the thunder the thunder rolled out with uh shay didn't play so it was like lou Gens dort oh yeah um oh, yeah. who i love yeah i actually oh, yeah. say love, i love torture chamber he's amazing oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. i love seeing his yeah. defense no. clips. and wop loves him like oh, yeah. beyond didn't all lou of dort, them. like Lock up James oh. Harden in a no, oh, yes, he did. Yeah, he also series. he's the guy that destroyed St. John's in the tournament. He did, he did. That's yeah, definitely true. absolute. And and you know what was funny is when I watched that game, I was like, this guy's nice. He's like the best. He's Defender. an N, he's the only NBA player on the floor. Yeah. That's how it felt when he played St. John's. You were like, oh, but no one else is going to the league, and maybe this guy. And then I was like, well, yeah, but whatever. And then, then all of a sudden, yeah. he's like this absolute lockdown defender, which, you know, you you just, you love to see. I mean, you, you love see, guys like, like there's that. There's, like, clips of him putting, like, his hand in LeBron's face, like, blocking his eyes from no, seeing, No, he's like, just an absolute lockdown lanes. defender. So, so is your point here that the Thunder don't have people? No, no, no. My point is, is that we're getting to the point in the NBA season. I was getting, sorry, I had to look it up on my phone. Oh, okay. This is who the Thunder started today. Theo Maladon. Who? Okay, that's the good answer. Isaiah Roby. Who? Al Horford. Because they have his contract. (laughs) Um, Lou Dort and this guy whose name I'm going to butcher, Alexej Pokusevsky. Totally. And off the bench was Justin Jackson, Moses Brown, Kenrich Williams, and Ty Jerome. So those are nine people who are, you're like, okay, except for maybe Lou Dort. Right, who you're like, yeah, some of those I know from college somewhere, maybe one time, right? Yeah. Uh, shout out Ty Jerome. He's from New Rochelle. Johnny will appreciate that. <laughs> and I love Ty Jerome. He's awesome. But um, we're getting to that point in the NBA season where you get a lot of teams where you're like, I don't know a lot of your lineup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, which, which then can lead to a guy like Jeremy Grant averaging like 23. But, but I, I, I just, I like, in my opinion... If you average twenty points in the NBA, you're quality. Regardless. Oh, absolutely, I agree. It's with like, that. I Bradley Beal is just like that. There's not many. It's like Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal. For the longest time, it was Bradley Beal and nobody. You know. Yeah. But no one questions whether or not Bradley Beal can play. I mean, the guy's amazing. You oh, know? he's so good. He, and if you took him and plugged him into another system, he'd be great. I wish. I wish. You know. So. Put him on the Warriors. <laughs> Let's not open that. Wow. Nope. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna wind it back. 
All right. So, continue so anyway, I'm just, things that just came to my head that cannot be said out loud. Okay. We're, gonna, we're just going to blow past it. So, anyway, Celtics, I was saying, it's similar to me with Gordon Hayward where they just have too many guys mm-hmm. that they don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Grant does not solve any of those problems. I don't see why this is what they're looking for. Yeah, so I agree with that. I agree with. I understand. I I think I think some of it has to do with. I think they're a little stuck, where I, I you know the Magic are probably asking for way too much for Vucevic. If we're being real, because the Magic are in that position where they're like, well, yeah, we don't contract. we don't yeah. need to trade him. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't care. You know, you know what I mean. Like they <laughs> do are. You really think that's what the Magic are doing? I mean, yeah, not no, all well, of this the, is rational because they're not they're not at the point yet where it's like okay, he doesn't want to be here he's too old to the point where we're not going to be good with him. Like, the Magic are just hurt right now. Aaron Gordon's been out. Jonathan Isaac's been out. Fultz is out. They've had this team, though. They, they had this team last year. Yeah, and they, and they were a playoff they, team. They've had Aaron Gordon, and they were a below 500 yeah, yeah, playoff yeah, yeah. team. I know. But 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 Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Fultz, like, the, that's an okay team. Especially in the East this year, that team would be making the playoffs. They're just hurt. So they're not really in a position where they're like, we need to start over. Fultz was having a good season before he got hurt, too. Yes, but, yeah. but the whole Fultz getting hurt thing has been the story of his career. Yeah. In the NBA, it's just like, it's one thing after another. So like they're not at That's the, why they got him so cheap, because they were worried he was going to get hurt. Yeah, much, so. they're not at the Rockets point yet. Well, the where, Rockets point is horrendous, but I'm saying if you're the Orlando Magic, what, what, do you, what move are you going to make? Like, no, no, no. I agree. Even if, you, even if the Orlando Magic went out and got Kevin Durant, they wouldn't make it <laughs> no, yeah. past the second round, I don't think. Uh, we could argue that. Incredible. I would say he'd take him to the conference yeah. finals. KD is amazing. KD is amazing. I think Kevin Durant is There's one of those teams. There's an argument to be made. I think Kevin Durant is one of those players that can do that. But I guess No, no. Absolutely, I understand. So, so then, right. So then, my thing is, if you're the Orlando Magic, it's just a pride thing. You're just, you're just like, right. Well, I don't like that. You got to think. So, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) It sounds like an Orlando thing. It definitely does. It's not rational. That's what they they did with COVID. Absolutely. (laughs) We don't. You know what? Actually, we don't care. We're just gonna have all the fans come. It. it, It's good. Wait a minute. Are are they allowing full fans? Full fans. That's amazing. If you notice, when you watch Red Zone during the season, they'd tune into a Dolphins game, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's 60,000 people there. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, because Miami was but, like, we don't care. But then that would be the case in Jacksonville for the Jaguars. Yep. It would be the, that's really yeah. across the board. Tampa yeah. Bay. That's why there were so many people at the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what was I going to say? Um, oh, what I was going to say was, okay, let's take it to the Pelicans, right? Yep. That's a big play. So the Pelicans are in this position where, with Anthony Davis, when they had Anthony Davis, where they, they were sort of in the position of like, look, yeah, he doesn't want to be there, but he's under contract. So you can just get as much as you think is worth, right? And they did. They got a lot of picks. They got Lonzo... Now, I'm not saying that equals Anthony Davis. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is the amount that they could get from the Lakers, they win and got. Like, to a reasonable point, right? So I, I, there's, an, there's an issue with that, just because, with that comparison, because Anthony Davis had made it clear that right. he okay, wanted so to go even, to LA. So even more so then, yeah. Vucevic hasn't said anything. So the Magic are even a bigger position where they can be like, look, what we really want is seven first-round picks 
and we also want Kemba and we also want Tristan Thompson and your four young guys. You know what I mean? Like they and the Celtics can be like, well, no, and then the Magic are like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know. And but it's just like, and you go on. I guess you just continue to be an eight seed until Vucevic is thirty-four and has no trade value. Well, that's you know? how they, yeah. <laughs> it's not always so rational. It's yes. Orlando. But speaking of speaking of eight seeds, I don't know if you have any more to your rant. But speaking of eight seeds, I don't know if they're an eight seed. But I want to talk about the Warriors. My nineteen and nineteen Warriors. Because because here's what I'm curious about. I've been wondering about this. I wanted to ask you. Oh no. What do you want them to do? I don't want them to make the playoffs, honestly. Because what? Because I think that. We're not gonna go that far, and I think if we play but that's that not far the point. into the season, to, that, dude, Curry, he's so he's healthy right now. I just want him to make it out of the season alive. I agree with and that. And if we go to the playoffs, dude, he's gotten hurt in the first round so many times. Yeah, that's definitely true. In 2016, he got hurt in the first round. Okay. He was hurt the entire okay. playoffs. But let's not go down the road of he has a first round curse because he's no. I'm not up. saying that, but I'm saying the longer he plays like a seven game series that's grueling and you know that he's going to get fucked he's going to get hit like uh, yeah i know but you also like the philadelphia 76ers like, have fallen into the trap of let's lose intentionally well no i'm not saying let's lose intentionally. yeah but look where they that are is, now there's so many good teams in the west this year that it, i understand his rationale i think like, you would want them to make the playoffs strictly because you not making the playoffs puts you in like a play-in game situation, and then you're like at the bottom of the lottery, and like it's not that. Gonna that is that is something else. Yeah, like right. Okay, you yeah. Might it's not going to make too much of playoffs, and, and then you was, you establish to your team, right? Like if you don't make the playoffs, adding Clay Thompson, I don't. I maybe the team doesn't really think that you have it. Like if you make the playoffs. And you're oh, no. and you're a competitive I think team Thompson in the postseason. Then you add Clay Thompson. All of a sudden, you're looking at a contender. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about instilling the confidence in the team around, right? Well, like no, the new guys is, that have come in. My my thing is Clay comes back. We have Wiseman in the set his second year, probably starting over Kevon Looney. I'm tired of Kevon Looney. Yeah, dude, Kerr played Wiseman 14 minutes the other night, and he was awesome. And he was awesome in those 14 minutes. I was so mind blown that he didn't that play more. He's got to against the Clippers. Kerr has to let him flourish because otherwise thing, you're going to be in a in, in this position where you're like, oh, he's a little stunted. Like I'm okay with Wiseman coming off the bench, but I still want him to get his minutes. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I I don't know what that is about. What what? But I, I I'm more more of my question is is the okay like I, I mean we're both from California, so we know plenty of Warriors fans, mm-hmm. but. A lot of Warriors fans want Wiggins gone. A lot of Warriors fans want Ubre gone. A lot of yeah, them, a lot, a lot of them are like, keep both of them because why not? Like I, I'm I'm in the why not boat for now until I think we could turn them into something. I just don't know what. I just think you should move one of them. I would be, yeah, I would be okay with that. Yeah, and I mean like they. But we then were, it's we which were, one? We were exploring the Lonzo trade. You got to trade allegedly. Your oh, I was okay with that. I want Lonzo off the Pelicans. If, so if we got Lonzo, bad. I would be okay with that because we need a backup point guard. Oh, you need so you badly. need a ba- you need a backup everything that's yeah. not center. But I I, I I like Jordan Poole. I like I like where he's going. He's yeah, not yeah, there yeah. yet. No, no, I no, like yeah, where yeah. he's going. But it, yeah, no, he'll develop. He's made. He's he's taken a step since last year. Yeah, agreed. Can I just? I just want to finish my point of, I the the, the problem with not like just saying oh let's just we'll lose we'll, we'll not make the playoffs and we'll be healthy, 
if you do that for two straight years and the team just has this mentality of, ah, you know, the, the win-at-all-cost mentality is not something that you can just flick on. No, agreed. You know what I mean? But you he, have to build it in some way. I think I think he. you're right, but the, the tough thing about that is, like, with the Sixers, like, none of the guys knew what win-at-all-costs even meant. And the Warriors, like, Draymond, Clay, and Steph can flip that on, like, at any point in time. Like they just yeah, can't. I don't know, man. Clay Clay's gonna be dealing with a lot of stuff. No, 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 no. But it's not. It's not like they're Clay gonna. Hasn't played in two years. Like, yeah, that's true. Draymond Green that's is Clay struggling. Thompson. Like he... that's Clay Thompson. What? Oh. What? Would you be worried if Marcus Smart was coming back from injury? These two. What are you saying? Yeah, like yeah, saying yeah. like there's guys who like you don't think are just always ready all the time, like mentally. I mean, people were worried about Kevin Durant. Yeah, but he's one torn Achilles. I, I you I, have you have Clay Thompson who is coming back from back to like a torn Achilles and a torn like, ACL. Clay Thompson's never been a guy to rely on athleticism, though. D- yeah. uh, defensively, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. I think I think there's I think you're both right because I think I think your point of I think he's right. I don't think Clay's going to come back at all the same. Okay. I mean, t- two injuries, the two. ACL and Achilles, like those are really hard to come back from. Not to mention back to back consecutively. Yeah, but but now he's thirty plus too, isn't he? Barely, but yeah, he's like thirty. Yeah, okay. but the thing that is true about Clay Thompson is all he needs to do is be a good enough defender because the shooting will never go away. Yeah, yeah. and he is the second best shooter in the NBA. It's not, and the best spot up shooter. Curry is the best shooter, best, but but in terms of just catch and shoot, that's not the catch might be Clay. Yeah, yeah, it's either Clay or Joe Harris from the Nets. Joe Harris, which is a weird one, but he's shooting fifty percent from three. That's absolutely absurd. Um, so that aspect, Clay will forever be knocked down. That's yeah. not ending. I just think we need to be very careful when we're going to say, "Oh, it's I'm it's not Steph Drake." Right. Yeah. They'll just gonna... clip it on. Like that's very very hard to do, especially in a league that's. In a Western Conference, that is I don't mean I don't mean flip it on and therefore it's no, successful. I mean not. flip it on like Steph isn't going to come into next season if they don't make the playoffs and be like, well, we may as well just lose again. Like he's he's always out there to win a championship. And yeah. So is Draymond. And so is Clay. And I'm saying, yeah, you should keep that mentality in him. Don't no, which him. they will. They're not yeah. gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna. And I mean, Steph. Like I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, I want us to lose, which sounds kind of bad, but like. I know Steph isn't like that. Like Steph is gonna go out there and try and win every game still. Yeah, I, like just, just you also gotta be careful. Like everyone can get hurt at any time. You can't play with the fear of injury either. Well, yeah, but I mean? I'm also. Oh no, but nobody that's does. What, that's you know I they don't. No, they're they're, they're not. I've like, never been a fan of load management for that reason. Like no, but well, the, the thing is, is like the Warriors' load management is very different from like Kawhi load management. Like yeah. back no, when yeah, we were, I agree. I back agree. when we were good, we would just sit out people in the fourth quarter. No, that's that's entirely different. Yeah, that's entirely different. Yeah, because they've already done their job, right? Yeah. They were there. They were there to play to win the game, and they yeah. did that. Yeah. No, completely agree. Um. Yeah, I just think that you you, you shouldn't live in the you know, well, what if they get hurt? category because that's that's, true that's how i'm yeah. gonna but they're they're there to play and get paid you know like if he's if he's not hurt he's gonna go and play yeah even if i'm like ah, oh, i'm afraid he's gonna get hurt like, <laughs> yeah there's some element of worry here um yeah. yeah the other thing i want to talk about is uh so blake griffin's on the nets 
Is he even on the Nets? Now, like, he Brady's was supposed on, he, to play the other day. Yeah, like, yeah, what the heck? Knee management. Talk about load management, right? <laughs> I was excited to watch him on the Nets. But um, do you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing? Um, if we had Grady on here, he would be telling us how this is a terrible thing. Well, okay. I will definitely say it's not terrible. Okay, if you were the coach of any team, I don't care what team, and I came up to you and I said, hey, I just want to let you know that we signed a fourth option, and that's Blake Griffin. You would immediately be like, who are my top three? (laughs) If Blake Griffin is my fourth, like... I don't understand. People are like, yeah, but he's not the same. I don't care if he's not the same. He's the fourth option. There are three players on that team who are absolutely unequivocally better than Blake Griffin is offensively right now. Any of the three. And Blake Griffin has the capability to be a 16-point-a-game, 17-point-a-game guy. Yeah. And he's the fourth option. That's unbelievable. Regardless of if... And the other thing about it is the Nets, they put together this team where Harden and Blake Griffin are just happy to be there, right? Yeah. So and that's crazy to think about. Yeah, exactly. But Harden and Blake don't really care if they shoot. Clearly, I mean Harden clearly doesn't care anymore, which is awesome. Kyrie and Katie also chose Brooklyn together, right? So. But they, but Kyrie and Katie need their shots. We can all see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, but Kyrie gets his shots. Yeah. yeah. But Harden was like, I'm good. I'll just pass, right? And I think Blake's going to be sort of the same. Like, what yeah. things can I do that I'm the best fourth option you could ask like for? Kevin Love-type player. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like, dude, I... Oh. Yes, if I was the Nets... The, the worry here, the counter to this is Blake Griffin is used to being a focal point of an offense. If, and there are, there are times this year when I've seen Blake Griffin trying to dribble between the legs, pull back to the three, fire one up, and brick it off the rim. Like, if he right. starts doing stuff like that and but, he doesn't Right, play but you role. have to remember, it's the it's the same. Now, again, I was wrong the first time, so I could be wrong again, but I thought that with James Harden. I was like, how is James Harden going to work on the Nets? I mean, he needs 25 shots a game, right? Yeah. And Kyrie needs 20, and KD needs 20, so that's not possible. Like, you can't do that, right? But now Harden's taking, like, 16 and Harden, shots a game. Less. He takes, when KD and Kyrie plays, he takes, like, eight. And it's and, and that was so unexpected. And I, I have, James Harden has earned my respect this year more than any any other year because I He's thought he was selfish. I thought he was all of the above ball hog categories that you could mention, and he has just become a great point guard a great point guard that's unbelievable and now Kyrie and Kevin Durant make that easy but he he still had to be like look I won't shoot as much I'll do that because we see it with every big three right Clay had to take more shot had to take less shots he just did than he was used to yeah I mean everyone Pierce yeah like yeah Wade yeah all of them Bosh but yeah but so, but I didn't think Harden was going to be able to do that, and I, I think Blake Griffin is just in this position where he was just on the Pistons, one of the worst teams. It's where your career goes to. He die. had to give up thirteen million, so he's also getting paid like I nothing. Agree I agree. I don't think this is like. So I don't. 
I don't necessarily know. Right? Now, yeah. yeah, it might not work. Like, it not it might not be amazing, but I don't think it's going to be terrible. I, think, I don't think the Nets would have signed him if he wouldn't, like, commit to this role. Yeah, because they didn't have to. He knows what he's getting into. Yeah. 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 Kind of deal, yeah. So, yeah, it's just weird. Like, so now the Drummond, Drummond's rumored to go to the Nets. Where do we think Andre Drummond's going to go? You I think he should go to the Lakers. I think he'll go to the Lakers. I hope he, he does. He probably should. I think he will. I don't know why he wouldn't. He they I have a lot of power. The Ma- like, the Mavs would be a lot of fun for me. Yeah, but That's the Heat would be a lot of fun like, for yeah. me. The Lakers would be lame for me. I feel me. like the for Heat understandably. Like, what? Yeah. I feel like with the Heat, who, who are your Who are your championship contenders? This ties into the Drummond thing. Um, I mean, Lakers, Clippers, Nets, probably Sixers, and... Who else we got in the West? I'm missing one. Maybe the, the Jazz. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So we'll take the Jazz and the Sixers out because Gobert and Embiid. You're not starting there. Makes sense. So you got three teams: Nets, Clippers, Lakers. Yeah. Like if you if you're in a buyout position, you're going to a championship contender. See, I I, I don't like that. I like. I know just, you don't like it. Because, I'm just saying it. it just it, because you get bought out means you have to just go ring chase. I. I don't know. Form, I, I form make a move so to where you form something that's fun. I know? mean, like, what are you getting offered after the buyout? Because, like, how? Because how many teams? Were, how many teams were trying to trade for Drummond back when he was getting shopped? Uh, Not many. I have, I have no idea. Couldn't have been many because the Cavs ended up with him. Yeah. They gave up nothing. Oh my god. Have you guys ever looked? Have you looked at what the Pistons? The Pistons at one time. Had Tobias Harris, Reggie Jackson, Blake oh, Griffin, yeah, I did Andre see Drummond, that. and they turned it into like two. And they turned it into two second round picks. Yeah, I I saw something about the Blake Griffin trade where the Pistons traded for Blake Griffin. They gave up Tobias Harris, Shea Alexander, a young prospect, and two first round picks yeah. for Blake Griffin. And then Blake of Griffin. now the Blake Griffin. Of- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. is. They oh also they also had Chris Middleton at a point in time, and they traded him and like two first round picks for Brandon Jennings. <laughs> oh my god! That's a franchise that just makes all the wrong Brandon moves, except Jennings. for the one couple of years where they were like the best team in the East with the Wallaces and didn't they not Billups? Draft, didn't they not draft Melo though? They took Darko Melichick. Yeah, Charlotte's another fun team. Imagine they they oh. go to. No. You you are absolutely correct in what you're saying, in that there are more fun teams for Drummond to go to, but the way I know the way the league works, he's ring chasing. He just is, and and I think some of that goes it into turns the me fact away from the NBA a little bit. I have to say, like, no, I, and I get that, but I think just, some of it has to do with the fact that I mean, this you got to think about like he's been on the Pistons and the. That's true. That's and true. like not the LeBron Cavs, so yeah. he he deserves, he deserves to go have a little fun. win some <laughs> games. Like like, but he, I just he would do like Celtics. He yeah. went to the Celtics. He'd be very helpful. The, the massive impact that he would create. <clears throat> oh my god! Just to have he someone would create, on a roster that's above six eight. Yeah, you know, like, I I think huge. my argument is with the Lakers. He's going to create a massive impact. They 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 could use. They yeah, have Marcus Gasol, you know. Yeah, he's Marcus awesome. Is, that'd be a he's, crazy he's paint presence. Oh, I mean, if you if they're you're going up against them in the playoffs, and you're going up against a lineup that includes defensively LeBron, AD. Anthony Davis, and Andre Drummond, and Schroeder, and Schroeder, who is a pretty solid total, defender. Yeah, but Drummond and AD as a paint presence, I mean, 
I know. That's just ridiculous. Go to the Clippers, then. Go to the Clippers. That oh, would yeah, be fun. they could use him. That yeah. would be fun for me, you know? I you just, just don't, don't want to see go the, the champion. I'm just you so just sick of it, you know? I know, I know. Like, but that's the way the... So, so that's that. That's that was that was actually the question that we were talking about earlier. Like, does does teams like the Nets do they ruin the NBA? Do they make the NBA less? Uh, I mean, enjoyable. I, did Kevin Durant jump? Did the I will Warriors let you jump go the shark when they signed the Kevin Durant. I'll I'll go. I'll <laughs> let you go first. Okay. I see, and this I'm a Warriors fan, so I'm probably biased because that used to be my team, the team that like was shitting on other teams and so when i like watch teams like the nets i kind of just enjoy watching like really nice basketball you know like watching harden run a pick and roll with and having game. it not yeah. be against us it's kind of nice but like also like Wait a minute. It i like that i like that that's funny because like we play Harden a lot yeah, more because they a rocket, just, you know it's every almost every year yeah like but like because, like, I, Harden running a pick and roll is really it, – it's beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. He just always seems to, like, make, like, a pretty great decision normally. In a pick and roll, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I I get where people come from when they're mad that there's, like, one team that everyone assumes is going to win the NBA Finals already. Because it, yeah. it makes it, like, why would I want to watch? Right. Well, that was the NBA for years when Kevin Durant was there. It was – Warriors are going to win unless there's an injury. Warriors are going to win. And that's it. And that's what happened, right? I mean, he was there for how long was he? Three years or four years? Uh, three. Three, I think. Three years. They, they won, won twice, twice. And then he got hurt. Yeah. I think, though, that, like, I don't think the Nets are, like, you know, guaranteed a win, though, like the Warriors were. I think there mm-hmm. are, like, more. I think that's true. I think there are more uh, uh, threats. We'll, we'll see. We, we're we, talking about dynamic star power. Yeah, but we really haven't seen the three of them play together. Durant's exactly. been out a lot. Irving was out when Durant was back. Like On personal leave. <laughs> yeah, no, like we really haven't seen and the whole Harden, team play. And Harden's not that great in the playoffs, like success-wise. Yeah, that's wise. true. Well, like, yeah, the, the thing that I worry about with Harden is like he was never bringing, he was never bringing stellar defense to the table. He was never bringing stellar athleticism to the table. He was bringing unbelievable scoring and kind of just crazy decision making offensively. If he's not scoring, really, he's not. If he's like James Harden shooting eight shots, that that's as as much as I respect him for taking that back seat. That could be a problem, right? Or, I mean, I think he he runs. The thing is, when he runs the pick and roll, it it don't he does it outside. Of when Kyrie and KD are also in too, like who do you, yeah. Jack? Who do you think wins the NBA championship this year? I think I know the. If answer. I had to bet, I would put money on either the Lakers or the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah, I'd say either the Lakers or the Nets. Yeah, I think the Lakers can can at least. I think the Lakers can at least make it. Ch- like the Lakers have the depth, and they have the star power. Like Lakers. LeBron and Anthony Davis, in my opinion, LeBron is better than Kevin Durant just slightly and Anthony Davis is better than Kyrie Irving just slightly so no not just I don't know Anthony Davis is weird but yeah I'd say it's either those two teams but uh in terms of if I think they ruin the NBA uh, surprisingly I'm gonna go with no 
I don't. Because... Because if Drummond goes to the Lakers, I don't think the NBA is that fun, to be honest. Like... I, I get what you're saying, and like... I thought that too. Like it's I had, be Nets, Lakers, I had moments. I, I, when the Warriors were doing what they were doing, like if he goes to the Clippers, that's fun. Like just because then, it's, then it's Lakers, yeah. Clippers, and then you're like, wow, who's gonna win this series? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I think the tough thing for me is like you have to allow players to go where they want to go. That yeah yeah that's well, really the argument. And looking back at it, like Kevin Durant, like yeah, was I mad that he went to the Warriors? Yeah, and the real reason I was upsetting him to the Warriors is I was like, I don't understand the you just lost to them in the Western Conference Finals, therefore now I'm going to that team. That pissed me off probably more than him actually being there. Because right. I was like, okay, like, come on, man, really? Where's your competitive spirit? Yeah. See, but let me, let me throw this out there. How many eras in the NBA has there not been, like, a team that has been like expected to be the best. No, yeah, that's the that's champions. the other. Thing. True, it could be the Bulls, it, the the Bulls. Right, it could be completely magic, relevant to Magic and Magic and Larry. Right, the NBA might become less fun. Like think about think about if we had restrict, restrictions on player mobility, and we had a team like the Warriors that drafted amazingly, and they just kept winning and winning. Yeah, because you never. Yeah. yeah, it could be worse. You no, know, and and I think the, the other the thing. Efforts, I guess I guess the efforts to try to repair it could make the league worse in that regard. And the other thing that's just, you know, true is like Kevin Durant, he knows the your legacy is built on the championships you win a lot of the time. We see it every day with the LeBron and Jordan debate. Yep. And Dur- I I mean, yeah, if Durant never won a f- finals, like the legacy is lower regardless of how great of a player you are. Look at Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was an unbelievable NBA player. I mean, like, one of the best scorers, like, just ever. creating ever, right? Doesn't have a championship, so sort of who cares? You know what I mean? In a way. And I'm a Knicks fan. Like, it's tough to cement a legacy, a true legacy, without a championship. And no one's going to look back in 50 years and be like, yeah, but Durant's championships don't really count. Like... Oh, I would. Yeah, but I they do count. Like, they do. He's a number two option in my eyes. No, I mean, I, I yeah, but the, he still won his championships. Yeah. I, I mean, we, yeah, we'll disagree there. I just, like, Damian Lillard is the perfect example of someone yeah. that I, like, I think he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you look back on Damian Lillard's career, what are you going to remember that? He was a great player, maybe the best player for the Portland Trailblazers, yeah. and that's it. That's it. That's the tough thing. Is like now that I don't want to take things right. away I'm, from I these just, people, like, but like if Dame went, like I love Dame, if Dame like, went to the Lakers, I that that doesn't change my my view of him. He's just still going to be the one of the best Blazers of all time. Good, like great point guard. That piggybacked on some rings, you know. Not like, if not, but not if he's like because Durant didn't piggyback. Like, yeah, oh, he absolutely did. Are no, no, because it's not a piggyback if you are the reason your team is winning. Part of the reason your team is winning. You you go you went to a team that's seventy three and nine. No, no, I'm understanding that. But if you if you really really understood them at the end of their run, they needed Durant. As hilarious as that sounds. Disagree. Also, the, I'm telling you, the Raptors win the finals I've regardless the of if Clay, Clay gets hurt or not. 
Oh, I, I completely disagree. The Warriors not only won a game with Klay Thompson, but were up in the other game with Klay Thompson. Oh, no, I think down. I think if Klay stays healthy, they win game six. That's that's the entire argument, that Kevin Durant was completely irrelevant to them. Right, but, I, but I, they lose game seven is, is what I think. Oh, don't know about that either. <sighs> I don't know. That don't would know. be my feeling. I noticed I'm not that towards say you're the wrong, end, and, like, and the, I can the, see the, it, but like I can also see us winning Game Seven because no, Game Sevens are Game Sevens. Yeah, so that's absolutely like, true. Game but, Seven but is the is thing a that I noticed in time. those playoffs, and this isn't taking away from Steph Clay and Draymond. They're un, all unbelievable players. I'm not saying that, but in in my opinion, there are three people in the NBA, and Durant is one of them. Where if you put them on a team, that team will then therefore make it to the Eastern Western Conference Finals. And maybe and possibly the finals. And those three are LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. And he showed that with the Raptors. And and yes, Durant went to a seventy three and nine team, and I didn't love that. And he went to the team that they lost to in the conference finals, and I didn't love that. And he yes did absolutely just sort of just sort of just sort of waltz his way to two championships. I'm not denying that. But at the end of their run, when they at the right before he went left for the Nets that season, he was Steph Curry was not getting the ball at the end of games, like he just wasn't. If they needed a guy to score at the end of the game, it was Kevin Durant, and I'm and it's not even a question. There were times though where I was unhappy about that. No, understandably, because he would just like ISO and like do something like which is part of the reason hurt them a lot of times because they went that way. Steph Curry was so Steph Curry was was so okay to just let Kevin Durant run things that I think it hurt them. Yeah, but how many Steph how many stars are more. so willing to? Oh, it's an unbelievable problem to have. I mean, it's the reason you guys have so many championships. <laughs> well, except for the first one. The first one was awesome. That was a great. That was a great year. Um, nah, you did play Delva Delva in the finals, but that's a different hey. thing. Injuries are injuries. Like you can't because if because if you plays dirty because if you make that argument, then you also make the argument that like the Raptors and you're like yeah, but like injuries are injuries. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like <laughs> they happen in every like yeah, they're very unfortunate. And yes, if Durant and Clay were healthy, I would probably assume that they would have beaten the Raptors. And if Kyrie and Love were healthy. Not, I'm not saying they would have won, but it wouldn't have been a six-game series. I think it would have gone seven for sure, right? Was it? It's unbelievable that it went six. Even yeah, that's <laughs> just LeBron. That's just ridiculous. LeBron, being he just outrageous. is ridiculous. I mean, in the game, the one of the, the his best game was a loss. The his LeBron's probably best game, game of one? his entire game. You're talking? One. Oh, yes, yes. Oh my that game god! One was the, I, I was, I was. <laughs> he he literally couldn't do anything with wrong. Yeah. yeah, with nobody. And and Jr. Smith. <laughs> yeah. No, well, now what is amazing about I this? Tell you, that was my that was my LeBron is the goat moment. Oh, absolutely! It's a great. That uh, was my. I watched that game. Summed up his career. I watched that way. game and I was like, just no one ever could do that ever no. on any yeah any ever ever. Well, the 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 I couldn't say ever. That's enough. a great. Yeah. That's a great article that you need to write. Yeah. That's oh, maybe I'll do it. I'll do it. The thing I will say though, nobody talks about this enough. All everybody ever talks about is the fact that J.R. Smith didn't know how much time was on the clock, which yeah was super stupid. I'm not denying that. George Hill should have just no, made the free throw. Absolutely. <laughs> Would have like never been in that position it was 108, 108, 108, 107. LeBron drove. I think I this was a long time ago, but I think I'm right about this. LeBron drove, didn't have anything, and did the thing that LeBron does, which everybody 
shits on him for. Hates it for. But I'm like, there's four people covering him. Why wouldn't you pass? Yeah. Like, make he makes the right basketball decision every time. It just, yeah, sometimes Danny Green misses. But he was open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, would yeah. you rather LeBron taking a, a four-person four contested shot or Danny Green taking an open three? Oh, I would take a Danny Green open three. Open I just would. Three? Yeah. But, whatever. George Hill gets the ball, gets fouled, goes to the line, makes the first, and then he misses the second. the second. If he makes the second free throw, yeah, there are four right. seconds left. Now, you had a timeout, so you could definitely have still won. But the game would have was going to end in regulation if George Hill makes that free throw. And yeah, J.R. Smith made a horrendous mistake in the finals and had LeBron so, so open and open. If you look at the angles, J- if J.R. Smith just literally grabbed the rebound and turned and passed, and passed yeah. LeBron yeah. had a open three to win game one, which the way he was playing, I would have to On imagine. the road. On the road. I would have to imagine he makes it. The way he was playing at 51. Like, I'd have to imagine that he makes it. But I think it's hilarious because as the – I always think about my high school coach – he wouldn't have been pissed. He would have been pissed about the time, but the thing he would have been the most pissed about was the free throw, because the free throw is the thing that wins you the game. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I always think that's funny. I don't know, man. That that yeah, J.R. Smith I think deserves a full ration of. Oh, you know, he made a horrible. And how do you not know the time in the final? I mean, no one's ever in the final. The biggest stage. No one's no one's ever gonna let him forget about that, though. Yeah, I don't. That probably haunts him to this day. Oh, big time. Uh, I mean, we're 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 cruising on too long. Let's just go into NFL really quickly. There's just two things that I want to touch on. Yeah. Uh, Uh, JJ Watt. JJ getting paid. Oh man, going to Arizona. Source going from going from one warm state to another. You know, yeah, said, "Hey, just, just head out west a little bit. Let's just go follow. And let's just go follow D Hop. Big middle finger to the Texans. You know, <laughs> like yeah, goes joins his old friend. Exactly. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't either. I, like I, I love it, and I'm a Niners fan. Uh, like, but like, but like, I don't know. The Cardinals aren't there yet. No, I, dude. I mean, they're close. They're close, but they're not there yet. If you can keep Patrick Peterson, you know, blood actually, sugar low, I like for that. another year, I won't like... say that they're not there yet because they did sort of do the thing where they started off hot this year, but they just didn't have enough in them. But because they weren't, they didn't understand how to do that. I get that, but I don't know, man. I love Kyler Murray. I really, I really do, do. But he's small. He's he's injury prone. Not in not in the sense of like. He's not injury prone in the sense of it's funny. He's not injury prone in the sense of JJ Watt, where it's like you might have a season-ending injury. That's not really what I mean. But at the end of the year last year, he was just so beat up that yeah. he couldn't. Oh, yeah. He he had an injury. I forget that he, it was a shoulder. Yeah, he but on his yeah, shoulder and then but he it was snuck. just he's just one of those guys that I worry about. Like it just at the end of every year, he's just not gonna have enough because he does so much. All year, they need to establish a really good running game. Oh, absolutely, that's also they true. Need, they just need to beef up their O line more, and that also. And they're gonna address that, and they will. Like, yeah, that's the thing that JJ like, Watt does do it. It, it, it helps. Jo- yeah. Jump starts the whole. Oh, and management. Chandler Jones and JJ Watt coming on both edges is just oh, it's insane. And now, oh. now they have guys at every level because they yeah. have uh, Buddha Peterson. The other, the other interesting thing, which I was me and Johnny were texting about this. Is J.J. Watt still, like, 
great. Well, the thing is, is I don't think that he's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like he is. Yes, is he is certainly good. Is he absolutely good? Sure. Yeah, but he's not the. He's not the JJ. JJ. Yeah. yeah, he's not Aaron Donald. No, but he has also hasn't played with an elite D lineman in a while. That's true. Like, how oh, long has it been since Jadavian Clowney has been there? He's been getting like doubled and probably tripled mm-hmm. because they have here. nobody yeah, else he's there. Gonna have, yeah, like, that's he, true. he had like Vince Wilfork and Jadavion. Chandler mm-hmm. Jones is better than both of those guys. Chandler Jones is the guy that's supposed to be getting doubled. Yeah, that's true. Is Jay, he will be my doubled. thing is, is JJ Watt going to be facing single blocking this year? And if yeah, so, who terrifying. is doing that? Yeah, that's terrible. Especially if he can string together a healthy season. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, it's over. Yeah, that's terrifying. So, yeah, you're right. That's a great. I point. think. I think. Yeah, JJ Watt has been hindered with injuries, and I think that's the reason he hasn't been great. But I think, yeah, giving him, giving him but some I, depth finally too, where you're not playing every play. You know. Also, he's not gonna like think about how many times he'd probably like be playing like a long defensive drive because like the Texans just shank an offensive drive. I'm saying this before. Yeah, that's long. true. That's true. Yeah, that's also true. No, none of that. But I, I like it. I think it's fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's I think it's cool. And and I like the Cardinals and I like Cliff Kingsbury, so I'm not mad at it. Yeah. And it's it is Ricky's right. It's a hilarious middle finger to the Texans. Oh yeah. It is. And it's very subtle. Very subtle. And yeah, it's but... also a, a middle finger to the media in a way because they were, yeah they yeah were they were like, all over yeah, it. These are the teams. Yeah, dude. Us should have bet the Cardinals. Last show we were like, oh, the Bills. The Cardinals oh, were the like plus eight thousand. Steelers. He's thinking about the Steelers or and some other team. But he's like, all right, like, guys, relax. Yeah, or yeah. something. Relax. And they just missed the mark on everything. And it was just like, yes, you know. And he was just like, you know how I know? I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, very funny. Oh. So that that's that's cool. It'll be interesting to see that team. Also, I think this is a smart move because you're gonna have to pay Kyler in two years, and he signed a two year deal. Yeah, that's true. They did. They no. The Cardinals are a smart organization. Yeah, they run things well. So that means they're definitely gonna. I hate that the NFC West is so stacked. So so what is it now? It's the Rams. Like the Seahawks just need to trade Russ and just tank now and like rebuild. Like so, it's Niners, Rams. Um, Cardinals. Cardinals. Seahawks. Oh my god. Oh my god. I yeah, mean, that 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 division is terrifying. That's And the worst the ridiculous. worst part is you guys have the worst quarterback. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, I saw Mel Kuyper's draft and then he he's like, "Oh, you guys are going to get Justin Fields." And I'm like, "Oh. Sounds great." That doesn't mean Jimmy's not starting. Sounds great. Doesn't mean it's happening. And it also doesn't mean Jimmy's not starting. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm okay with Fields taking a year, like, you know, taking a Patrick Mahomes year. I'm not saying he's going to be Patrick Mahomes, obviously. But like, no, no, I think he, he yeah. could benefit from that. Same Absolutely. with uh, the kid from North Dakota State. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, yeah. yeah. No, I would actually be very okay taking him, too. Honestly, I all of those guys, Chris- except for Trevor Lawrence, like, if they went to situations where they needed to take a year, they would they all, would be all benefit solid. from yeah. it. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is going to start right away, and so is Zach Wilson. But the the... Jaguars are so exciting. Oh, I mean, With and they just got Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer. That's yeah. going to be amazing. Urban, and Urban Meyer. They like the most. Trevor Lawrence too, package right? with James Robinson, the rookie <coughs> running back of the year. Like, 
Oh, they're still like five and or six years. They have DJ Chark and Chanel at receiver. <clears throat> like they have, and DJ Chark's young. Yeah. Like they have a core that they yeah, can they really build. Core. Yeah, agreed. They just need to sign some defensive guys. They need a lot of defense, but yeah. uh, they have money, though, don't they? <laughs> they probably do. Yeah. Can't imagine they don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't have anyone locked up to a lot. So, uh, and then the other thing I want to talk about is this is my opinion mismanagement. Uh, Dak Prescott making forty plus million. What is it like? One hundred twenty guaranteed. One hundred twenty guaranteed. I I'm Ricky. Look up his signing bonus. I remember looking at his signing bonus and thinking, what? You know, he makes forty million just off advertisement. Sixty six million dollars signing bonus. So they wired him just for signing the papers. Sixty six million dollars. Wow. What? Makes the Mahomes deal look like a steal, right? So the question is, do you guys think oh, that this is... a no-trade clause a and a no-tag The Chiefs are in a weird position right now. So the question is... Yeah, they just let go of like their entire offensive line. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Which tackles. we just about. saw Patrick Mahomes struggle with no line. Yeah, that's going to be really weird. It's going to be weird. Um, but the, honestly, I think... It's probably just cap. Are, it is cap. cap. The cap went year. down this year. It went down. So Saints have been releasing people left and right. Yeah. Jared Cook, Manuel Sanders, everybody. Yeah, Sanders is gone, yeah. yeah. So the Niners. The question is: cap, is but... is this a mistake to sign back to this kind of contract? Oh yeah, just because like you could have done this way earlier. I was saying that yeah. to you earlier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were saying that it shows you the the mismanagement of the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, fine if he's your starting quarterback. That's good. Twenty five million a year, good. Forty million, not good. Yeah, no. You know, and and yeah, no. Their and... reluctance hurt them. In yeah, the oh end. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and the Zeke... And they paid the, Zeke, the, and they paid Amari. <laughs> like they Here's have... the thing, though. The Cowboys were in a really crappy position. Because... They had one good year of Dak on the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and, 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 but they were in this position where, okay, so... <laughs> Dak comes in, and he's not supposed to be anything. And he's more than something. Like, he's a... He is a starter in the NFL. And he's one of the better starters. Like he's, he's mobile. He's top 15 starter-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you would take Dak over a lot of people, not yeah. for $40 million, but you would take him over a lot of quarterbacks in the, in the NFL. So all of a sudden, you're like, okay, so we are you are going to have to pay him, right? Like, they knew that. So, yes, they messed up. They should have paid him earlier, obviously. Mm. But they were also in this really unfortunate position where all of a sudden they had to pay Dak. Uh, what's his name? Zeke. No, the guy, well, yes, Zeke, Cooper, and the uh, Demarcus Lawrence. They had four guys who they had to pay. And they paid Jalen Smith. And they paid Jalen Smith. They had to pay Jalen Smith, too. So they got five guys that they have to pay, and they, and you can't not pay them because they're all coming off great, great years. years. But, like, we knew running backs don't last very long. Zeke isn't going to be Zeke forever. He's going to be a very good running the, back. But so you're saying the mistake was almost Ezekiel Elliott. But it, but it was a mistake that they had to make. Because it's Zeke. Like, the Saints probably realistically might have made a mistake signing Michael Thomas. Maybe. Right? Five years, $100 million? That's a lot of bread for a wide receiver. That you can just... Slants. That wide receivers just come and go like this. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Justin Jefferson just popped out of nowhere. Popped out of nowhere, right? And so... They're in this position where you have to sign Amari. He's your best receiver, and you have to sign Zeke. He <laughs> deserves his money, and you, and he's a great running back, and you have to sign DeMarcus Lawrence. He's the best edge rusher, and then he 
fell off the face of the earth. And you have to sign Jalen Smith because he's one of the better linebackers in the NFL. And you have to sign Dak because he is your franchise quarterback. And and you don't have the money for all that. <laughs> you know? So, I, I yes, he's not worth $40 million. We all know he's not worth $40 million, But I feel bad for the Cowboys because I get the position they were in was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we're going to look back on one of these deals and be like, probably shouldn't have done that. But you had to. You could not. I know. It's just, I don't understand how this team, it doesn't translate to more wins. Like, why can't they win a playoff game, you know? Because they're the Cowboys. Because they're America's team, maybe. Jerry, When Jerry Jones fired, what's his face? Um, Jimmy Johnson. back, (laughs) Back in the golden age. Jimmy Johnson. Curse the Cowboys forever. Oh, man. Um, well, I think that's going to do it here for us. Yeah. We're going to be watching some of these some of these college games to see how they turn out. And then I think next week we might be with Mike, Mike Outlaw. Or yeah. We'll, we'll might, see. Might even film, maybe. And then we can wow. to film. He said he would want to bring his camera. So we'll, we'll see about that. All right. I'll be here. No. <laughs> I'll bring my mic. Amen. I, 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 have a, to have I just had a fourth mic. The only thing is that I don't have a stand. Ah, so now I have, first stand. have to hold it the entire time. I have a stand. I wouldn't mind holding it, though. That's fine. But it doesn't have All right, this conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. All, right. yeah. All right. From well, us at Pointing the Field to you at home, <laughs> 20 viewers and listeners, soon to be viewers. Thank you. All right.